Sink or Swim, a long COVID long haulers podcast. Sink or Swim. Hey, this is Joe. Is this Doug? Hey, I'm so glad you called me. I had a lot to talk to you about today. I am looking forward to it, and I am so excited that you are joining us. I think we're going to have a great discussion. We are. Hey, world. I want to thank you very much for downloading as many podcasts as what you have so far. We have country after country after country joining us on this podcast, Sink or Swim, a long COVID long haulers podcast. I want to invite you here to listen to the third of four series with Joanne Collins. Thank you again and enjoy the podcast. But there's one question that you had said something to me. It might have been on air, it might have been off, but you had said that you were or even affected to the point of losing a job because I know there's other people out there a lot of them that have lost their jobs as a result of COVID no matter what aspect of it so I just want them to be able to hear from you they're not alone and if you don't mind to share your story about that okay um so um (laughs) the job loss thing so that kind of borders on what we were just talking about in terms of medical autonomy and decision-making and things like that. And healthcare professionals, I think, are in a very odd place because it seems that we're being challenged. We're being taken to the mat, so to speak, about what we believe in and what the philosophy is and all that kind of thing. So I worked at this pharmacy. I was told by the supervisor to reject a patient prescription for ivermectin. When I put the prescription in, it just said ivermectin, three tablets, blah, 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 whatever the script said. Didn't say anything. I was told to call the doctor and lie to them and tell them, we don't have this, bye. When we definitely had it in stock. And the person that said this to me, specifically said, okay, hey, listen, girl, we're going to call this doctor's office and we're going to lie to him and tell him we don't have it. And I said, well, why would, why would we do that? We're not going to do I'm not going to lie to what What's going on? And then the pharmacist lady rolled her eyes and said, it's for COVID. We're not doing it. Well, how do you know it's for COVID? There's no code on the grid. You're going to call me and tell me, saying we don't have it. You're assuming it's for COVID. You didn't even check the script. You didn't spend any time calling the prescriber to ask why. You Did this lady go to Mexico and drink some water? You don't know. How do you know? Was that a pharmacist that told you that? Yes. And how did you lose your job over it? Because I reported it to the regional manager of the pharmacy. Did they, did they place. support the fact that, which direction did the regional management go? Did they support not What's giving that? it? What direction did the management go? Did they support which direction? Oh, they, they told me they supported everything that I said. Oh, thank you so much for telling us about this. And I said, I, they're like, I was upset and crying. I was like, oh my God, they're going to fire me because I'm calling them out. And they're like, oh no, you don't have to worry about this. And, no, thank you so much for telling us. A month later, they got rid of me. 
and they said it was for absenteeism. And the absenteeism was caused because I came into contact with people that had COVID, tested positive, called work, and it was like um, I was around people that tested for COVID, and uh, they're like, don't show up. And I'm like, okay, go get tested as soon as you can. And I did, and I followed the protocol. So they, they said absenteeism and just not a good fit. But mm. it's because of, of the ivermectin thing. I um, appreciate you sharing what had occurred with you on the work and with everything that uh, occurred to you with work. Because I know... There's a lot of people out there that have been affected with their work because of quarantines, because of the mask issues, because of getting sick, because of fears, because of a whole bunch of stuff. Again, we are just absolutely getting affected across the board in every direction. It's not just a one-dimensional, two-dimensional. It is like whatever new dimensional that we can come up with, like the fifth or sixth dimension almost. Hi, this is Doug. I want to tell you thank you. Stacy and I have started this podcast to bring it to people that are both long haulers and long COVID, but also to people who are here to support those that suffer from long haulers and long COVID. So thank you very much for downloading. Please share, please follow, and please like. Enjoy the podcast. Okay, so Joanne, the information that you've shared, and it's very evident that you've done research on COVID, the signs, the symptoms, the manifestations. And I guess what I I would like to ask you is, what do you believe the future holds for those suffering with the long haul COVID? I can't imagine if... Doug has to live this way for years more. I mean, we're already at two and a half years. But if he has to live this way for 20 or 30 more years, how do you do it? Give me your thoughts about what you you see possibly coming in the future that might help these warriors and, and you being one of them. Uh, when you talk about the future... I don't know. I don't know. I started in healthcare a long time ago and getting a little emotional about this. And Joanne, you can stop at any time? No, it's okay. I think it's it's important for people to hear. Okay. What I thought I was signing up for is not what I'm seeing. I thought we were supposed to help people. And I see, throw this, throw that, throw this other thing. Don't take no time to listen. Don't take time to use the scientific brain that you were taught to use in school. Um, Every time you open your mouth about something that's wrong you get shut down I see I see medicine tearing itself apart I'm here and that's not how it's supposed to be I thought we were all in this together and I see 
brilliant physicians and practitioners everywhere being shut down and told to shut up because they disagree with the prevailing narrative that's sponsored by a freaking pharmaceutical company. Why? Why do you get up and do what you do? If it's just about ad dollars or uh, recurring patient visits, why do you get up in the morning? Yeah. Are you kidding? Hey, I wanted to let you know, this is the third in a series of four episodes for the podcast with Joanne Collins. If you've enjoyed the first three, wait for the next one because it will be coming out soon. Thank you again for listening. Please follow, like, and share these podcasts. We want to get it around to everyone in the world. And I'm over here having symptoms, my own self, going, what the hell is going on? What is this? Okay, use your clinical skills. What's the science? What's the physics behind how you're feeling? How can you fix it your own self? Because I know that if I show up to my hospital, they're just going to say, well, you know, hey, kids, it's called husband. Challenging career. We're just stressed out. It's anxiety. Here's some Valium. Maybe. Don't eat Dunkin' Donuts and, 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 and don't eat Subway and uh, I don't know. Uh, don't drink and don't smoke and um, get out in nature. Um, hello? I've been doing all of those things for a long time. Something else is going on. You all are not paying attention. You're marginalizing this based on stupid ideas from a subset of people you were told to pay extra special attention to. I I hope that providers start paying attention. What I see is an increase in autoimmune conditions, yep. an increase in diabetes mm-hmm. diagnoses, an increase in obesity, certainly an increase in mental health conditions. Absolutely. But I think that all of these things are tied together. I don't think that you can really separate them. If you have one, you have or will have the other. If you have a physical condition, you're going to end up with a mental health condition as a result of that. Yeah, I, I want to. Don't think you can separate them. 
I want to tell you that no, you're good. I wanted to tell you that I agree with you on the end of where you were talking about that uh, with all of them being combined, because I know with me, I have a hard time describing to the doctor about when they ask you the question, are you depressed? Do you have this and that and this and that? And it's like, well, Yes, but I'm not depressed because I'm depressed. I'm depressed because all of this crap I'm dealing with and everything that's going on causes the depression. I'm not depressed in the sense that it's of in and of itself by itself. And mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I would just add in support of what you're saying. It is not a whole bunch of separate things the depression, my weight gain. My goodness, I weigh more now than I've ever weighed in my life. And I was told, well, go exercise. You've got to get out and you got to walk. Okay, but when I do that, the symptoms I have, I'm going to pay for it for three days if I go walk like you tell me to for one day. And then I'm even worse on all everything else. So I just, I wanted to jump in and give you support on where you were coming from on that because it is all a conglomerate, a whole chronic COVID syndrome kind of a thing. And that's why I think we've even named it all wrong. I think that we're calling it the wrong thing. I think it needs to be something like chronic COVID syndrome. Think about it for a second. Have you heard MSNBC or Fox News, any of the other media outlets ever really talk about natural ways to help yourself. They don't tell you go stand out in the sun. They don't tell you eat uh, kale and cabbage. They don't tell you to go buy a vitamin D supplement. They don't tell you none of that, but they will tell you every third or fourth time they're circulating about this brand new medication for this random weird condition you may or may not have. Ask your doctor. I thought the doctor was for people to say, hey, what do you think? You don't ask your doctor about this medication. How do you know you need that medication? You don't even know what you got. What are you talking about? This is ridiculous. Back when I used to take care of patients as a PA, I lived and worked and cared for patients prior to the internet. So that really ages me. <laughs> but it's been going on for a long time. But I, I also came into the uh, age where I was still practicing as a PA when the internet was coming out and people were starting to see the advertisements. I hated, and I still to this day hate that we allow that to happen. Stacy and I want to tell you thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We want to thank you for listening. Thank you. In advance for following and sharing and liking the podcasts. The only way people get to hear our lived experience and to hear the interviews and the education that we can bring to each other is by sharing these podcasts with the people you know. So I encourage you with everything to please follow, please share, please like, and please join us on the next podcast, the final of the series of four with Joanne Collins. Thank you. Be blessed. It's a choice.